Welcome to the Stock Music Licensing Podcast, the number one resource for creating passive income selling stock music online. I'm your host, Daniel Carrizales, and I'm here to help you monetize your compositions. All right, welcome to episode 27 of the Stock Music Licensing Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about the difference between art and commerce. Now, what does this mean? What it means is that can, can music be commercial enough? Can music be art? They are both the same, really. But what does it really mean when we're talking about, in the music licensing world, about art versus commerce? But before we get into the content of this episode, as always, this episode is brought to you by StockMusicLicensing.com. And it's a pleasure to be here. I still believe uh, that it's early days of the podcast. I'm still... Um, <laughs> A little bit in shock, really, that I have my own podcast. I'm really proud of uh, having my own little radio show, if you will. And uh, it's just one of those things. I just get excited about uh, podcasting and video making and as much as I do about making uh, music for licensing. So let's talk about commerce and uh, versus art or art versus commerce. What is What does this mean? Now, obviously, music... Is, is art. There's no denying on it. But music have different shapes, has different forms, and uh, they serve different purposes. One of the biggest thing uh, in uh, stock music is that the music is being uh, is pre-made. So it's made in advance. So it has to be flexible enough. It has to be commercial enough to be uh, not only sold by you to the client or to the customer, but it has to have some uh, commercial value. Now, don't don't get freaked out when we talk about commercial or uh, popular or, or or is it commercial enough? Because this this terminology is what you're you're looking uh, for in your music, regardless of the genre that you're composing. Uh, a good exercise for you to to do, and this is what I did in my early uh, days, is to examine and really look for any type of commercial on social media. Uh, for example, uh, any Facebook ads that you've been targeted by whatever it is. It depends on your on your search uh, history. You are being targeted by by certain websites and advertisers. And uh, these usually are made out of a, a video clip, usually around the 10 second mark, and they usually have a music. That's a very good idea to start uh, listening to those commercial, those advertisements, uh, because this is a true uh, use of uh, stock music or, or production music for that matter. Another place to look for this uh, real-life example of how uh, music is, is commercial is on uh, YouTube. Now, we all know that YouTube uh, as well has ads uh, before you start watching the video or while you're watching certain videos. You will see all these uh, pop-up ads and they're usually, again, they're uh, a video in nature and they have music uh, underneath these videos. And what I used to do is that I will go on YouTube and, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a YouTube creator. I'm a content creator on YouTube, but I consume YouTube as well. And uh, whenever I, I be searching for stuff to just binge, wa- binge watch on, on YouTube, I will be more than binge watching wh- the things that I was looking for back in the day. What I will do is that I will study the different commercials, regardless of what brands are, regardless of what they were trying to sell me. I will just uh, listen to the commercial and there is a way on YouTube that you can actually click on the commercial and it will take you to the actual video 
of that commercial. And they usually have like a YouTube channel anyways. So I will save that and I will bookmark it, uh, the link of the actual ad. So I, I will have a collection of different ads and, and the, the, the ads and the commercials will be uh, from, from anything from uh, air travel tickets, uh, coffee, uh, Lidl, uh, the, the shop I'm talking about, um, Ikea, for example, this they usually have a very upbeat co a commercials and ads, and they're usually trying to sell you something. So uh, I found a lot of inspiration there, and I, thought, I, I found a lot of uh, real-life examples of stock music. Uh, another place to go and check a lot of stock music in use in real life is on cooking videos, how to cook, especially on social media, on Facebook. Uh, I actually follow a few Facebook um cooking videos i don't know if you've seen those videos they're, those that are really really fast you can just see the hands of the person cooking and they're kind of like speed up so they usually will give you uh, a recipe very quickly but then in the background will be like this music which is quite clearly stock and um and it was just very short videos very quick and but the music fits the bill perfectly okay and that's what you want you want your music to fit the part you want your music to be commercial now can your music be artistic yes of course it could be something very abstract yes it can be can it be cinematic and very unique of course it can and there are plenty of stock music tracks like that but I'll give you another example. So I was doing the Westworld scoring competition. Now, this type of music track is not commercial enough because this track has been made to, to fit a particular scene. So this music track only works with that particular scene. I cannot put it on my portfolio and expect somebody to buy it because it has certain uh, punchlines and certain transitions they are very uneven when it comes down to music uh, production or the sequence of music. So it doesn't have like an intro, it doesn't have a verse, it doesn't have a chorus. So you can't really predict what's happening next. But when you watch the sequence or when you watch the, the video with the music following, then it makes sense. So this music will only work with that particular scene. And this is what is known as custom music, really. When you're scoring just the music, that it will work only with that scene, nothing else. And, and I can have it as a showcase, okay, I can have it maybe on my SoundCloud, but it's very erratic. It's not something that you can follow because it has a lot of different sounds and uh, they come in and out at different times. And then they only make sense when I am actually uh, watching or when you are actually watching the actual video scene with the music. Now, I think this is a very important distinction because uh, it is a little bit more artistic uh, because it's unique, okay? And what's the difference between art and commerce? Well, it's a fine line, but it could be both at the same time. So what I want you to do is to just uh, go searching for commercials, even on TV. Uh, here in Greece, I've seen many, many times uh, national Greek TV using tracks from Audio Jungle for their commercials. It's just one of those things. The, the, the tracks are so uh, open. They're so commercial. They're so um, flexible. They can fit in anything. They could fit in a TV commercial. They can fit on a cooking uh, video clip. Uh, they could fit on a podcast like this one. If I'm putting music in the background of my voice and uh, different types of music are coming in and out, the idea is that the music should not distract you from my voice. And if anything, it should help 
uh, with my message or with what I'm saying to you right now. And this is another example of how your music needs to be so commercial uh, to the point that it should be people shouldn't be able to really notice the music because they're usually going to be listening to your music with visuals, okay? So if you're watching a commercial, you're not really paying attention to the music. You're just watching to the whole message. And they're promoting a product or whatever, you know, buy this shampoo or, I don't know, a car commercial is another example. And you're just uh, so immersed in the actual ad that the last thing you're thinking about is the actual music. Even for us that we're musicians, composers, uh, and that's why I'm, I'm giving you this as a quick exercise. Just the next time you look for commercials on TV or you're actually consuming any TV ads, just pay attention to it and actually go online with the sole purpose of looking for ads. Go and watch YouTube videos. Another exercise that I did as well uh, many years ago was uh, for uh, Christmas music. I would just go on to YouTube and I will put Christmas ad, sometimes from uh, Coca-Cola or something like that, and just see what the, the big brands will do, see what type of music they were using. If there's a song, I will ignore the whole lyrics and the whole singing, but I will just focus on the production and see what, how can I replicate the same vibes when it came down to that uh, Christmas ad. That's a very good exercise as well. Highly recommend you do that. Uh, all in all, pretty much I just um, will put uh, to you as homework to just go and search online, especially on YouTube and on Facebook and even on Instagram. Instagram, you've been uh, targeted as well by ads and they usually come in the form of video. Video ads is so crucial and we are actually composing music for video ads really, uh, or for commercials or for slideshows. But uh, all in all, they should fit on everything. That's the idea, regardless of the genre that you compose your music. This is very important. So that's why I advise you to to actually go look for them and save those videos as well. Have like a little uh, links uh, of saved ads where you can have them on your browser and you can always go back to them and refer to them. Look at the commercial and see how the music fits this commercial and this ad. And on the other side of it as well is to not look at the visuals and just listen to the music. You'll be surprised how that particular ad or that particular music track will fit anywhere. Now, keep in mind that most of the times these ads have been uh, edited already uh, by the editors. So the music tracks could be edited as well. And uh, But nevertheless, it, what I mean by that is that it's not like a full uh, two-minute ad, okay? At times it can, but it, it usually the ads are a little bit shorter than that. But look up how this music fits a particular uh, music track, uh, a, a video or an ad or a commercial in this case, and really look for the details of how flexible it is and how you could see that music uh, being placed somewhere else. When it comes down to art and music, you can create music, of course, that is artistic and it's a little bit uh, less commercial. And by less commercial, I mean that it could fit... Um, maybe on your project, okay? This is your artistic expression. This is something that it does not necessarily going to go with some visuals, but it can work with some uh, licensing deals. But it, it could be a little bit harder to, to put it uh, in, a, in a grand variety of, of uh, projects because of the nature of it. It could be a little bit more picky. It could be a little bit more moody or it could be a little bit more specific and not follow a framework or a blueprint of what actually stock music is. And again, stock music is just pre-made music that is ready for the client to purchase. The license is very easy to, to buy 
for them. And your job is to have that music as uh, accessible as possible and as flexible as possible and available as well. And yes, they want something generic at times. That doesn't mean that you're a sellout. That doesn't mean that you don't take pride in your creation. You're providing a service here. You're not selling your artistic uh, vision. You're, you're helping somebody else's project, somebody else's vision. This is very important to keep in mind. And I go back to the same thing with a scoring competition that I just uh, enter, which is just pretty much me composing music to visuals. It's not about what I like. It's about how can I add to the images of this video clip, of this scene? How can I uh, enhance it? So it has nothing to do with what I like, even though what I did, I like. But first I have to come from a place of service. How can I actually create something that is gonna enhance the actual uh, video clip in this case? And it, yes, it's a custom uh, work. It's just a unique case. That music will never work with anything else. And in this case, it becomes very unique. It becomes very, yes, I guess, artistic in a way. And and from there, it's just it, it will only stand. Uh, it will only be successful if it can marry with the actual video clip, with the movie, with the scene. If it doesn't work with the scene, then uh, my job is not done properly. And what I mean by that is that uh, the action of the music or the punchlines are determined by the visuals. When we do stock music, it's the opposite. The music is what's going to determine the visuals. And that's why when we're composing stock music, we're composing completely blind. So we don't know where the punchlines are. And that's why we have to follow a, a blueprint or a structure, which comes down to the intro, a verse, a chorus, repeat, and, and a clear ending. Okay, A very well-defined ending. And the same goes with the intro. Because uh, we don't know where the music is going to be used, but when the client or the customer purchase the music and they have their own video or their own slideshow, when they put the music on it, it should fit somehow. And it should just be a matter of like, uh, should I just put it here or there? But it shouldn't be a matter of like, we need to hire a composer. That's the whole point of stock music, that the music has already been done to make their lives uh, easier and yes, a little bit less expensive, because when you're composing music, cost of music is is quite expensive for for clients to pay for that. So, and it's one of the reasons why stock music exists because it's an affordable way for them or for clients or video makers to purchase music very easily. They can just search in a marketplace and find what they're looking for, and it better be commercial because it's going to end up. Uh, being played for the masses, really. So there's nothing wrong with being commercial. You can always exercise your, your artistic pursuits and they can be very uh, out there, if you will, or very abstract, uh, very crazy. And, and you can always experiment with that. I mean, it's just one of those things. I like to keep uh, my stock music and my artistic pursuits uh, very separated. And yes, at times they can both blend in and they can both work. But when you're doing stock music, I wanna I wanna be thinking when I'm doing stock music, I wanna be thinking more of a from a place of service. I want to be commercial. I wanna be uh, in a, in a marketplace. I wanna be perceived of uh, generic, but in a good way, not generic in a bad way. If that makes any sense. Anyway, this is a quick episode today. 
I just wanted to just drop this uh, podcast episode very, very quickly to leave you this homework and uh, for you to go and search for ads and commercials online and see and, ex- and study the real-life examples of stock music that is out there. And this is a different exercise than actually looking for um, music on royalty-free libraries and listen to it. That's another exercise, but I'd like to use the exercise or the homework that I'm giving you here to actually go and look for stuff that has already been purchased and, and see it in real use, see it in real life online and on TV if you are able to find any. Uh, you'll be surprised that you will going to find quite a lot of music, even if you don't recognize it or you don't understand where is it coming from. Uh, most often than not, it comes from a stock library, especially from Pond5 uh, and Audio Jungle as well. They're the two big uh, heavy hitters when it comes down to stock libraries. Anyways, I hope this episode finds you well wherever you are in the world. Thanks a lot for the love and support. Thanks, thank you so much for subscribing to the podcast. If you're somebody that is new to royalty-free libraries or music licensing in general, download my free guide or you can go to stockmusiclicensing.com free and you can get that guide. Link will be in the show notes. I also have a workshop. You can go to stockmusiclicensing.com free workshop. And again, this link as well will be on the show notes. I'll see you in the next episode. I hope you're doing fantastic. And as always, rock and roll. And here's to your success.